0: Guys, welcome back to another episode of the First Defense Audio installment, episode seven of season two. We're fresh off Vegas. Um, saw probably the worst race of the year, sadly. Um, I'm not sure why. We'll talk about it later. I'll give my theory as to why it kind of drove like that. But yeah, we saw the powerhouse teams of JGR and Hendrick show up, and that kind of puts the idea I had last week of the two car teams being better off to the side for now we'll see what happens with that it's just one race but yeah Hendrick was pretty much impossible to beat no one could really compete with them um would have taken a strategy call Larson and Byron they were just the class of the field even Bowman was up there JGR showed some speed we haven't seen this year Stuart Haas continued to just struggle they've just been horrible and they're gonna need to make some serious gains Harvick is just kind of On an island of his own. And then, yeah, the the, uh, teams we saw that were amazing last week, like Trackhouse and RCR, kind of missed it. They weren't quite as good. So, yeah, we'll talk all that and more. But first, let's get into the standings. So, Chastain is in first. Um, He's been consistent. He just runs up front every week. And he's probably going to be tough to knock out of the top three of the standings. Bowman in second. Typical Bowman just running Consistent, but he's actually running really good, and he's knocking on the door of of a win. I was waiting for him to start running like this, again, to say that he could win, but now I think he's going to contend for a few and get one pretty soon. Harvick, he's in fourth, just consistent. It's pretty crazy he's that high up considering how bad Stuart Haas is. Suarez, um, or Harvick's in third, sorry, Suarez is in fourth track house got first and fourth that's pretty nuts they're so fast um yeah they got both their cars running really well even after having kind of a not bad day yesterday but not as good as they were at auto club then we got the jgr cars truex denny bell fifth sixth and seventh kind of expect expect them to be running that good maybe some of them will get up there and mix it up in the top three bush is an eighth um yeah they didn't, weren't quite as fast as I thought they'd be. Missed it, and he got into the wall, but Austin Dillon definitely struggled. And then the RFK cards are 10th and 11th, which is really good for them because if they can just keep running like that, that says they could get a, contend for a win. And maybe they get into 7th six, or 6th six if one of them starts really running super well and they can make the playoffs on points. That would be really hard, but either way, this is just... Shows that they made big gains from last year All right, Then the 45 car of He's all the way in 36th Travis Pastrana is still ahead of him So he's just struggling He's just driving over his head Hitting the wall and then trying to make up for it So he really needs to turn around I mean he was fast but then he just pushes the car over its limit And now he's 40 points behind 16th when you're probably gonna need to be top eight minimum no you're probably gonna need to be top 11 or top 12 to make the playoffs on points minimum unless someone just completely dominates but between atlanta daytona talladega there can be upset winners at all those so reddick's kind of putting himself in a must-win situation all right um so byron larson bowman top three runs all solid bubble wallace best toyota he ran really well finished fourth had some Struggles, but got up there at the end. Sindrick finished sixth, good for him. Uh, Best Penske car after running terrible, probably a strategy call that got him up there. Truex and Haley finished seventh and eighth, really good run for Haley. Harvick ninth, kind of where we expected him to run, just grinding out top tens, and then Suarez tenth. So, yeah, uh, that rounds off the top ten. Chastain, Hamlin got went below the top ten on that last restart, so it's tough for them but all right let's talk about the actual race so like i said the Chevys were just so fast uh they were the class of the field they were fast in practice qualified okay and they byron just took off with the win it took a while but midway through the or not midway through toward the end larson just got the lead coming out of the pits got a good restart and then just got like a two second lead and he just kind of took off with the the uh race and had control that i really thought he was gonna win until that caution um then by the way that caution they definitely should have thrown that every time a car goes sideways and they see smoke they throw the caution so it was it was they threw it so fast too like if you take into account the official telling the booth to throw the caution he he said he probably said put it out a few seconds even before they threw it so they see almirola sideways with smoke it looks like he's gonna crash they're calling for the caution and yeah that's when it came out so definitely definitely uh a warranted caution and it seems like just with those last few laps um nascar just they're they're being extra cautious like the tires are worn there's been like minimal cautions they've They're really on it, and it, I mean, they're not doing it for entertaining, but they, entertainment, but they, they're probably going to be on extra edge when there's no cautions all day. Alright, um, Blaney and Logano just qualified so good, that's why I picked them, um, I picked Logano. In my fantasy league to get the qualifying points. And then I just took him off. Because I had a really good feeling he was going to qualify well. Which he did obviously qualified on pole. But they started dropping immediately. They barely fired off good enough to stay in the top five. And then after a few laps they just both dropped. And of course Logano hit the wall. And then spun through the grass. Ended his day. Blaney kind of rallied at the end. But still just not what they were they were looking for um i think this race came down to who obviously just engine straight up power the hendrick cars are notorious for being so fast with that ecr power and then just they have the aero advantage and the track was so fast wide open all the time that they could just fly around and they their long run speed just they they kept that speed throughout their whole runs and that's why they were able to just drive away from the rest of the field and then you see like Bowman just make his way through the field and it was so hard to pass that you needed really good speed to be able to pass. If you didn't have the speed that they had, then you would pretty much just fight to maintain your track position, and it came down to just the balance of your car, how well you could run throughout a run the when the tires got really bald so that's kind of how the racing in the middle of the pack was you saw some guys who would come on late in a run and make some passes get up to the top 10 like especially the toyotas i feel like that's how they made their gains but the hendrick cars just dominated pretty much on all fronts they were just lights out faster than everyone i really hope that this is just a product of it being so cold at the track that it really made the track gripped up and times are way different than they were last year the teams are kind of more equal and there's a little more parity so I don't know I mean I hope we don't see this at intermediates I think that if it was hot and slick it would definitely change things and it wouldn't be as grippy and just fast of a track so we'll see um the intermediate racing has just been so good that it kind of sucks that this was a rough race but um yeah i mean there was a time i think in the beginning of stage three and it was almost like the sun came out and it got pretty racy for a few laps but it went back to normal pretty quickly um once the tires got worn it just the cars got spread out and they weren't racing so it did remind me of like a last generation intermediate race, so it wasn't, it's one of the worst, it's probably, other than Texas, it might be the worst intermediate race we've seen in the next gen car. So with that being said, I really hope um, the short track package, they obviously changed it, bring some good racing next week to rebound, but anyways, let's move on to the first offense move of the race, underdog of the race, and then we'll see some race takes from people that dropped them. And yeah, we'll talk about Phoenix, do a Phoenix preview. Alright, so the first defense move of the race definitely has to go to the 24th pit crew. It's not like they had a rapid fire stop, but they just did everything they had to do and had a flawless stop, and that's how they were able to capitalize on Larson's crew. Little mistake, which was only .4 seconds, but it was just enough to get him on the front row next to Truex, and that is all he needed because... Yeah, the bottom was fast where Larson was right behind Truex, but the front row was so blocked off in the way that the runs were coming with the track being as fast as it was, it was just going to be too hard for Larson to get a big run and go three wide. I thought if he could do it, he'd have to do it coming out of one and two on the first lap and then pass Truex into three and four and be able to race Byron on the last lap, but never happened. And yeah, Byron's crew ultimately won him the race he ran a really good race but they were able to get him where he needed to be at the end and he just finished the deal off all right now it's time for the underdog of the race so this has got to go to Justin Haley Kali has struggled so far this year so for them to make that four tire stop at the end and have a good restart get up into the top 10 finish eighth it was really good and I think they're going to take some momentum away from that it was between him and Sindrick because Sindrick actually ended up being the highest running Penske car and they had a really good run at the end. But I think just because Kalik has struggled so much and Haley has kind of struggled himself, that for them to do that in a race where it was, there was no upsets up there, it was just Hendrick and Toyota and all the best cars, for them to get a top 10 out of it was really good. So he gets the underdog of the race this week. All right, so now I'm going to look at some race takes on my Instagram. Um, so here we go. The first one, Evan Carlbon says, Matt, just glad my guy won. Yeah, it was that's how I feel about it too. I'm sure if your guy won, it made it a lot better. But for everyone else, kind of boring. Considering what we're used to seeing with the next-gen car on intermediates. Mikey Page says, Larson should have won, but Byron was good all day. Yeah, this was similar to last year. Late caution shook things up. Byron was probably the fastest car. I mean, I think they were about the same, but whoever had the clean air was just a little more dominant, and it ended up being Byron there at the end. J.C underscore Butterfly says, Great. I'm kind of surprised I didn't get more negative things, but at least the next-gen car on its worst day is still better than the last-gen car on its best day, at least at intermediates. All right, Senti 32 has got two. Gregson needs to pack it in <laughs> and Harvick is a go. Yeah, Gregson had I don't know, four or five speeding penalties and he got one and then sped again going trying to serve as penalty. So just rough start for him. Um I think at a place like Vegas too, especially this race, you cannot afford to take penalties because there was a good chance he was going to get lapped anyways because how fast the leaders were. They There was only 19 cars on the lead lap, I believe 19 or 20. So, that just kind of killed his day, ultimately. And, yeah, and then Harvick is the go. He also says, interesting. I mean, you're entitled to, uh, <laughs> and the, I said, would you think of that race? And he says, Harvick is the go, so... I guess Harvick's performance at Vegas just puts him on top. Greatest NASCAR driver of all time. All right, so that's it for race takes. Remember, you can drop them on my Instagram um, at First Offense. I put the poll out. I try to just remember to put it out right after the race so you can get your fresh thoughts in there. So, yeah, let's move on to just next week's race and what we might see at Phoenix couple more things before we talk about Phoenix. I just wanted to mention Elliott getting an injury. I don't know how that's going to shake things up for him in the playoffs. He'll have a good car when he comes back, and he'll be able to get a win, but it'll just be tough. Just It's just putting him in a smaller box to be able to make the playoffs plus build up some playoff points, but he's definitely capable of it. We saw him win a few races in the summer last year, so when he comes back, he can definitely rack up a win or two i'm not too worried about it but i think it will be fine um austin hill drove a great race in the xfinity series rcr just really solid chevy in general winning pretty much everything um chandler smith just his car just died on the long run and i'm sure him being inexperienced had to do with why he fell off so much too because He's probably never been in a situation where your car just starts to die and get so loose late. I'm sure it's hard to just hold on to it and hold those guys off, but they came right at the perfect time and passed them, but yeah, it was a good run for Chandler Smith. I'm sure he's got a few wins in store coming up, but Austin Hill with two of the first three races won. He's off to a really good start, and then the truck bit race, Bush kind of dominated, but It was still a funny race because there was all the pit crew issues, so Bush didn't just run away with it from the start. He had to go from the back a few times and get through a bunch of traffic, so I thought it was a pretty good race. The finish was kind of drawn out, but overall, I didn't mind it. Classic truck race. Alright, now we can move on to Phoenix. Alright, so next week, it is just the Xfinity and the Cup Series. The Cup the uh, Xfinity race is Saturday at 4.30, practice and qualifying is Saturday at 12.35 and one hundred five. The cup race is Sunday, but there's practice Friday at 6.35, and it's going to be a longer practice, I think 50 minutes or 55, and then qualifying is Saturday at 11.05, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I have zero idea what to expect out of the cup race. The new package that they're going to be bringing with a two-inch spoiler and they took like some of the grits grates out of the underbody. Is supposed to give them 30 percent less downforce, and the drivers are happy with it. They said that the car's on edge more, and that's kind of what we want. We want them to be able to run in dirty air, so it just it makes them a lot more racy. So I think we'll see improvements for sure. I'm not positive what we're gonna see from it, but I'm super excited. I hope it's a lot better because the short track package has just struggled a little bit. I still think clean air will be a little bit I think clean air will be key a lot of times still because there's just the lack of horsepower, but if this can make gains then it'll definitely help and then if there's some tire fall off, it'll make the racing solid and then they would be able to race through the whole run. So We'll see, I have no idea, only 6 or 8 cars tested at this Phoenix test, and they probably didn't get much out of it, so I think whoever's good is going to have to use simulation and unload off the truck solid, or unload close and make some gains in that 50 minute long practice. I think one thing you can look at is who's good at adapting quickly, and you could look at like Logano, he always runs up front in the new races, and Kyle Busch. But then you look at like Harvick; he's so good at Phoenix, um, and guys who really thrive in practice, which would also be Bush and Harvick, guys who know what their car needs. So, but I don't; I think Fords are, Fords have been go- so good at Phoenix lately. We saw Logano and Blaney dominate here in the fall. But who knows? Toyota has something figured out at Richmond usually, so maybe they can bring some speed here. It's really I'm pretty lost as who to. As to who's going to run fast. I think we're going to have to look at that Friday practice. And we'll know more. In qualifying. But I don't know then. who's Who can get through the traffic. With the new package and everything. It's just. It's definitely going to make it interesting. So as long as it's not a single file race. Which it shouldn't be. Because it already isn't. And we got this new package. I think it'll be an interesting day. It's not a super long race. So it should be fun. But. Hamlin said that the simulation, whoever figures it out there and unloads fast, will probably be the team to beat. So we can only wait and see, but should be interesting. All right, now I want to talk about the Fantasy League. So I remain in first, and I extended my lead a little bit. Team Vernon, too fast, drops all the way down to 10th because he left Chase Elliott in and didn't switch his bench driver in for Elliott, so he got no points for him lug nuts climbs to second. Kyle Busho and Mike Honcho, or Kyle Busho drops to fifth. Mike Honcho gets to the podium at third. Kevin LePage go, goes to fourth. He was in eighth last week, I think. 732 Diecast is in eighth. Cute 413 drops to dead last in 11th. Dominic moves two spots to ninth. Winston Cup Series is in eighth still. Slide Job 3 has been steadily game, gaining. He's in seventh. So, yeah. Um, We did have another winner, so the league is 3-for-3 three three on picking the winners. Dominic picked William Byron, so solid pick for him. And then going into this week, I want to talk about my race picks. The Xfinity series, I think JRM and JGR will be fast, but I was looking at last year's Xfinity race in the fall, and the 10 car, which Bush is going to be driving, actually ran 4th. So if that car can bring that speed with Kyle in it, I think that he can have a really good run. I'm not sure if he'll be the fastest car all day, but I think they can get it to where they need it to be at the end, and I think he pulls off the win. So I do look for the 54 and Justin Allgaier and maybe even Brandon Jones. He's really good there, but I think Kyle's going to pull it off. All right, for the cup race, this is just impossible pick a winner I just I really don't know who to go with Um, if I had to pick someone right now I would go with Joey Logano one because he's so good at adapting to new new circumstances two previous uh, Phoenix winner even though it was the championship and they it's just a lot different And three he was at the test in January so maybe they learned something from that so that's what I'm going with I think If you want to take someone from each camp, I would probably go Joey Logano for Ford, even though Harvick's amazing here. SHR as a whole has just been way off. Christopher Bell seems to be the best current JGR driver at tracks like this, and he does adapt really fast too. Got that Martinsville win and the Roval win. And then for Chevys, I would probably go maybe kyle Busch, because the eight team seems like they could be someone to bring a really fast car and hendrick usually kind of struggles at phoenix um but yeah i you could take larson or really byron he just won you could take there's a lot of options chastain i would probably go chastain over kyle bush actually because chastain ran good here in the fall so yeah that's That's that. I have no clue what to expect, like I said, but I think we'll see two good races. The Xfinity Series runs good here, and now with this new package, we'll see what we got, and we're going to be bringing this to Martinsville, Richmond Road Courses, so if the racing could just get a little bit better, racy throughout all the runs, then we could have a really good schedule, and at least at the road courses it won't be like miserable it'll be pretty good and then the intermediates you're like wow this is good racing in the short tracks it's pretty good too and then it'd make it so you're not dreading certain races and that'd really help so i hope it turns out like that but we'll see anyways that's gonna do it we're not gonna have a uh, guest on today we might do a phoenix preview though later in the week um friday so yeah um that's that, said, I hope you guys like this episode. Hopefully we see a little bit of better racing at Phoenix. Um, you can follow me on all my socials at First or Fence. I, if you made it this far, thank you. I appreciate it. You could also leave a review. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.